Welcome to the Addiction Connection Podcast, connecting the hope of the gospel with heart of addiction. I'm your host, Mark Shaw. Our focus today is on abandonment. And I know that uh, many of you listening to this right now have felt alone and abandoned, and, uh, and that, that's a common thing. What's great about the Bible is that in specifically in Psalm 16, we'll look at today, God speaks to our hearts and, and lets us know that he knows all about abandonment and, and uh, Jesus Christ abandoned uh, by everyone. I mean, he had to go to the cross alone. No one was there with him. And so if anyone's acquainted with abandonment, it's our Lord and our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, the one true God. So let's look at Psalm 16 today, just a brief encouragement about feelings of abandonment and how God uh, transcends that for us. So in Psalm 16, it says, Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you you are my Lord, I have no good apart from you. That's the first two verses of uh, Psalm 16. And what I like about uh, this in the beginning, the very first verse, where do we take refuge? Well, if you use drugs and and alcohol, you take refuge in that. Uh, If you are a self-harmer, you take refuge in those behaviors. We look for refuge. We look for our safe place in uh, lots of things of this world rather than in the the one true god in, in our in our lord and savior so um the very first verse of psalm 16 says preserve me you know keep me sustain me uh, keep me safe god for in you i take refuge and you have to ask yourself right now are you taking refuge in jesus christ are you taking refuge in alcohol uh, and I know that people who drink or drug or, or whatever the behavior, the addictive behavior might be, they take refuge in that. They find that to be a, a place where they can go and forget their sorrows and troubles and, and try, or at least try, at least for a season they can while they're under the intoxicating influence of that substance. But God would have us take refuge in him. And he's going to go on to, to talk about this. Uh, verse two again said, I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. So it's a reminder that uh, we are sinful and bankrupt and, and uh, we lack goodness, but he is good. He's the one true God. He is good. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. I think you could take that to the local church. Where do you go to meet with other believers for strength, for encouragement, for hope, for wisdom, for help, for support, all those things. It's the, the saints in the land. They're the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. So I love that the psalmist is moving from Lord, I take refuge in you and in your body, when we think about the local church, it's the body of Christ. So Jesus is the head, but uh, the church is his body. It, it's connected. It, it's part of Jesus Christ. And so we got to go to these saints who are the excellent ones. 
that's where uh, we find all those things I just mentioned. Then verse 4, the sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. So when you're running after another God, that God could be yourself, could be the God of, of self. Uh, when we do that, our sorrows multiply. In other words, God's not going to bless that. He wants you to find emptiness there. He wants you to be sorrowful and depressed in that because you're running after another God and he's a jealous God in the sense that he wants you to run after him. He knows he's the best. He knows he's the answer. He knows he's your refuge. Don't run after false gods. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my lips. So this is a resolute decision in verse 4. I'm not going to run after false gods because I'm just going to have my sorrows multiplied. Verse 5, the Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. You know, verses 5 through 8, when you unpack them separately, um, I mean, they could be unpacked separately, but really the central idea of these uh, 5 through 8, uh, let me read 7 and 8 here. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel in the night, also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Well, taken together, the central idea here is that God is to be chosen in every moment of one's life. We're to think of him, whether we eat or drink, whatever we do, we do to the glory of God. So every moment of life, we're, we're thinking of God, we're choosing God. And the sanctification process is learning to become more like Christ, which begins in our thinking and uh, our desires. What am I desiring what am I wanting right now? Is it what God wants? Is it what God desires? And am I, am I learning to be like him? I mean, am I sad about what he's sad about? Do I get angry about what he gets angry about? Or do I get angry about when I don't get my way or I get sad when I don't get my way? Um, I need to be about God and, and matching my emotion with his emotion my desires as matched to his desires, my thoughts matching his thoughts. The more we become like Christ and, and the way we do that, God's revealed himself through his word. And so it's just wonderful to, to see, uh, to see that in work in people where they begin to tear down the lies that they've believed and replace it with biblical truth. And that's what the psalmist here is talking about. Uh, when God's counsel from his word is not only read, but obeyed at the thought level and at the desire level prior to, to the behavioral level before it's, it's lived out, then we are not shaken by trials, temptations, or circumstances. We, we can't be thwarted by those things and, and we won't experience the feeling of I'm a bit abandoned. I've been, I've been lost. We, we understand that God has never left us and never forsaken us. So verses 5 through 8 taken together, uh, the, those are uh, verses, I love 8, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Then verse 9, therefore my heart is glad, my whole being rejoices. 
My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. Now Sheol is the grave. It's death. It's, it's, the, it's the thought that when I die, my, my soul isn't abandoned. I'm, I'm, I'm not lost. I'm not in purgatory. I'm not anywhere. Uh, my soul is never going to be lost. God, God won't lose it. He won't misplace it. He, he's incapable of doing that. He knows right where it is. Uh, and he will care for us in, in the, uh, the new heavens and new earth. Uh, he gives us a, a glorified body, a renewed body. And so uh, what a thought. I mean, we're never going to be abandoned by God. And our heart is glad um, because we are not looking at the things of this world. We're looking to God. It, it's a secure thing to think about. I mean, God is trustworthy. He's worthy of all trust. He's worthy of all praise. Man, not so much, right? But God, yes, he is trustworthy. Then verse 11, the final verse of this Psalm, you make known to me the path of life. <clears throat> That's by his word. He's making that known and, and by his spirit, the, the spirit and the word of God work together. You make known to me the path of life in your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. What a, what a thrill for us, right? To be reminded of that. And that the pleasures found in Christ are at his right hand and are everlasting. Contrast that to drug addiction with temporary pleasures. You get drunk, you, you uh, get high you you whatever you're going to have to do that again at some point you're going to come out of that it's temporary but the pleasures found in Christ are everlasting and i i uh, i just see a, a stark contrast as i read uh, this psalm uh, in uh, the contrast between the psalmist and how he is choosing to live and think about god you're not going to abandon my soul you're not going to abandon me. Um, and I can take refuge in that. I can trust in that. I can live securely. I don't have to live in a way that is insecure or broken or fallen or um, shaken by the trials, temptations, and circumstances of my life. Instead, I can choose to think about God. I know that he saved me from all my sins, past, present, and future, that I'm eternally secure with him. What, what a thought. I can't lose my salvation. I'm, I'm, I've got salvation forever because he's given it because of Jesus Christ. Whenever I begin to doubt my own salvation, it's usually when I'm looking at myself or my circumstances, right? I'm looking at the circumstances and I'm thinking, uh-oh, I might not be a Christian or looking at myself thinking, wow, I can't believe I just said or did that. I, I must not be a Christian. Well, that's that's wrong. I need my eyes to look at Jesus at the cross at what he did and how he atoned for my sin uh, and how he shed his blood to cover all my sin. And when I look at him, I have assurance of salvation because I can't find that in myself. I can only find that in in the person and the work and the finished work of of him of Jesus Christ. And, and that's what we're talking about today. So 
If you've been addicted to drugs, you've lived a selfish life in other ways. Maybe it's not drugs and alcohol. It could be a number of ways, right? Well, if you've done that, you can confess it as sin. Ask the Lord to forgive you through his son, Jesus Christ. And then uh, trust and, uh, and believe and walk in newness of life because of what Christ has done for you. It, it's you're eternally secure. He's not going to abandon your soul. So if you feel abandoned today, if you feel alone, it's likely because you're not running to Christ or running to the saints in the land who are the excellent ones, the, the body of Christ. Go to someone now who's a believer, who's a true believer in Christ, and have them help you to know the one true God because it's in him that we we are secure. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Take care and God bless.